I've never done what I'm about to do before. I mean, I know how, in theory. I've passed my exams and I should be able to do this. I can do this. I just will need towels for the blood and, oh God, what am I about to do? Our scene opens with the click of a latch as Parker leaves the apartment. Dakota sits, having slid down against the wall. Aaron sits, nursing a foot that doesn't hurt anymore. And Elle sits, finally wiping tears from their face. And for a moment, it is silent. Silent enough that you can hear the chorus of groans from the streets. And then you hear them grow louder as the group frenzies and begins chasing something. Chasing something away. And eventually that grows quiet too. We have to do something. I don't know what. We can't stay here forever, though. How far away from this lake thing? Lake? Lake? Is that where we're still still going there, right? Like, we got to get there, so. Lake Lake Michigan, yeah. Claire first, right? Claire first, then Lake. Well, she's with her dad, I think. So they'll be at his high rise. It's right by the, the lake shore. Right. I'm so. kind of I'm kind of picturing Dakota like in the kitchen. It's like a little kitchenette with the, the door frame. And so I'm kind of looking into the living room where you are, Aaron, is kind of how I pictured it. Okay. Um so we're just kind of like having this conversation at a distance. At least that's where I f- I feel like she ended kind of like outside the scene from you. Yeah. But yeah, she's yeah. just like yelling about Lake Michigan from the other room. <laughs> Okay, we have to, we, he gave us a clear run. We can't just let that go to waste. Um, is there, can I see if there's an office chair, like a rolly chair in this building so that maybe we can have another thing to push Aaron in? 
Um. Uh, yeah, there, there probably is. Um, probably in the room where you found like the guitar and the snow globe and everything. Okay, so we have this. Um, I'm feeling a little lost right now. I think we all are. Um, I just thought that was important to say out loud. Does anyone else have anything they want to say out loud? There's nothing in this kitchen. There's nothing useful. There's nothing useful in this whole apartment. Who lived here? No one was prepared that lived here. I was just going to ask if there was food, but never mind. You just answered my question. She'll kind of kick the fridge open to show what's inside. This is a jar of mayo. Are you that hungry? No. No. Okay. Nope. That's fair. Not in the slightest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? This is a perfect chance to say all that is in this fridge is booze. God damn it. Damn it. God Thanks, damn Twitter. It. Thanks, God Twitter. damn it. Okay, well. Obviously. I'll take that bottle, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I'll, like, grab one and chuck it across. <laughs> I think uh, it. Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Aaron's kind of just like sees it and it like thunks on the floor next to her because her depth perception is not happy right now. So <laughs> sorry, sweetie. That was not my best choice. <laughs> well, while that happens, um, Dakota will try to catch Al's eye as Aaron's going for the, the liquor and like her eyes slide to the injured leg and then to the liquor and then back to Al. And she like purses her lips. Al kind of nods and glances over to see what Aaron's doing before saying anything. Oh, Aaron's picking up the bottle and about to drink it. Great. Um, <laughs> while she's doing that, I'm going to slide down onto the floor next to Dakota. How many times have you amputated a foot? Um. Um. In practicum, we did it demo that's actually more than i was expecting i mean it wasn't a live demo still more than i was expecting honestly um i guess our question is do we want to run with an open wound or without an open wound well, how way, long did she survive like this? Odds aren't great either way. If we keep an active infection, it's only going to get worse for her. She'll start getting feverish, delirious. If we try to amputate and suture, there's still risk of infection, but she could go into shock. It's kind of a rock and a hard place. What about cauterization? We would do that too. Okay. We have a flame here. It's probably the best place for it. We've got running water. I mean, it's down to them then. She'll look back over at Aaron and at the fridge and she'll need a lot of this too. We'll get her nice and toasty. 
It'll help. Yeah. Since I can't give her payments. <laughs> no, because whoever lived here was some kind of acerbic saint. I don't know. There's nothing. There's no drugs. There's nothing helpful. I think they were just a college kid. What's wrong with them? I think, you know, maybe they're just on their exploration of substances anew. Maybe it's liquor first and then weed and then the harder stuff. You know how they taught us it was a gateway drug? Ugh. And Al just kind of rolls their eyes as they say it. <laughs> Dakota just exhales, exasperated, and then kind of just tunes into the fact that she's mad at a college student for not doing hard drugs and just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Aaron, she says in a louder voice. Yeah. How are you feeling? Pretty good, actually. Um, and then she, like, kind of tries to start getting up. And then... No, 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 stay there. Everybody's like, no! <laughs> And then she sits back down. Good, good, good. Um, but honestly, I don't even feel anything anymore. Like, that's good. Anywhere. Good. So I want. think we'll be fine. I think I could totally run on it, and we'd no, be, no, no, we'd no, 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 no. Erin, she says, getting to her feet, um, and we'll, I guess, offer a hand up for Elle uh, as it. well. I feel. I picture the two of them kind of like, like good cop, bad cop, like just standing <laughs> looking. Two moms trying to tell their kid, we need to amputate your leg. Um, Aaron, it's going to be a tough question, but I feel like I need to ask, do you want us to try to stop the spread of this wound? I mean, I didn't get bit infections the same oh not the same in that you're gonna turn sense. but you the know spread. the classic infection right so you're gonna cut it off it's your choice dakota brought up some good points that there's fire here and running water here and a place that we can get relatively clean. But and alcohol. And alcohol, that's true. Um, but it'll still be a risk. Um, well, it's a risk if we do. It's a risk if we don't. And dying from infection sounds horrible. Can we raid a, uh, can I get a robot foot? If we make it out of this, I will make it my personal life's mission <laughs> to take what money I can from my estranged husband and put it towards a robot foot for you. Same. Any for me, it's royalties. a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. These are yours. <laughs> <You're a robot laughs> um, I, I mean... Either way, I'm going to slow you guys down. So let's 
go with the chopping off of the leg thing. And then maybe I can get like a peg leg or something, like a pirate for now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could use the hockey stick because it's kind of foot shaped. Oh, that's an option. I don't, I don't know how much pressure we can be putting on it right away, but. None, none. In the future, yes. And we'll just keep finding you um, wheelie chairs for now. All right. And then she takes like a giant swig of the booze. Um, like college day, like whole way too much. <laughs> and then uh, at that point, she's there's like so much in her that she just starts passing back out, like slumping. And she's like, okay, but we're gonna have to find me an eye patch because now I get to be a pirate and just like passes out. <laughs> Absolutely. So I will say there is a small, like, actually let me, there is no like dining table in here. Of course not. But there is a ping pong table. It's folded up currently and like up against the wall, but you do spot there's a ping pong table. Wait, Dakota, I have a question. Is there a coffee table? Sorry. Uh, yeah, there's probably a small one. Okay, hear me out. Do we want to put her heart lower than the leg? so that i wrote a murder mystery once it was shit and i didn't really like i didn't even send it to a publisher because it was so bad but i did a lot of research for it and if the leg is above her heart there'll be less blood there right and there'll be less likely that she'll bleed out right um given that dakota has passed her nursing exam she would know the correct answer to this question (laughs) I think Dakota would answer and say, using her medical knowledge and the player's knowledge of Google. Um, yeah, I, I think that would work. Let's let's set it up to optimize the blood flow, and maybe we could even like bring in the shower curtain so like she can't see what we're doing. Like just hang that up somewhere. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Unless she wants to see it. I've known Aaron. I've known Aaron only for like two days, but I feel like she might want to see. That checks out. Yeah. I she was most excited about the peg leg than the loss of the limb. Okay. Hey, Aaron. She says, raising her voice again. And then she kind of what? What? I'm I'm awake. I'm here. What? Uh, Ellen and I were discussing. Did you want to see the the surgery, or do you want us to block your view? Oh, I don't care. I've watched. No, it's fine. As she decides not to <laughs> divulge any of that information. Dakota goes into nurse mode and her white, previously pristine white, smart, practical sneakers, which have cushions and, you know, the latest whatever to keep you on your feet for 12 hours. Um, they squeak across the floor as she just begins readying all of the materials. So she's looking for things that could be used for a tourniquet and things like needle and thread to sew up the the veins, uh, arteries that can spurt. And she's getting, you know, everything that could be cl- used to clean 
you know, towels and buckets of water. And she's just becoming a little like surgery station here in the, the living room. I think Elle has no clue what they're doing, but I think she's just like ripping bed sheets into really long strips so that we have something. Um, and then I think she's just trying to like follow around and be extra hands, not knowing entirely what's to be done. I think the scene is like locked on Aaron and everything is blurred around Aaron as we're like casually sometimes waking up, taking a drink, slumping back over and you just see almost like time lapse of uh, like a montage of all of these supplies being brought over. Um, but everything is just super blurry um, as we're just watching Aaron fall like in and out of consciousness more drinks are brought over too, just in case. Um, and then it cuts to Ellen Dakota standing with everything collected, looking at Aaron now. Dakota puts on a pair of dishwashing gloves that she found underneath the sink and hands a pair to Al. They're Right, purple. Thanks. Uh, all right. You ready, kid? Okay. Um, I was gonna put the gloves on and then immediately take them off and start like propping a pillow under Aaron's head and like brushing her hair out of her face and moving the alcohol a little further away. I don't want you to get alcohol poisoning on top of this. Uh, and then just try to like scoot so her one leg is on the coffee table and making sure she's comfortable <laughs> and kind of unlocking a m maternal side that she didn't really know she had. And for Dakota, it's the suppression of the maternal side. Like she has to kind of not see Aaron as as she sees her daughter. Like you see kind of this this professional persona come over her and everything is a an intentional movement. She has all her tools arranged. Um, what do you think we would use for for actual cutting? Like a knife from the kitchen? A serrated kitchen knife? Yeah. There, there are some kitchen knives. That's, I think, the extent you have <laughs> You have scissors. Is there a meat cleaver? And since it's a college kid, they're cheap-ass ones, too. Yeah. You know, they're not like, they're like Farberware from Target or something. <sighs> they're not like, you know... No, <laughs> you know. Is there is there like a role we can do to see like the quality of like because my my biggest hope is that we find one of those big square, like chopping uh a implements cleaver. a meat cleaver yeah a meat cleaver I'm gonna roll a d six, um one two and three there's no meat cleaver four five and six there is, that is a five so you okay find a meat cleaver. Uh, Perfect for amputations. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine it was like in a gift set that maybe they got for Christmas and hasn't even been opened yet. And... It still has the little like plastic protector on the blade <laughs> itself, like has never been used. Yeah. Meanwhile, the uh, there's a whole drawer full of like bottle openers and <laughs> things of a uh, more college um, 
One drawer just Life has style. bottle caps, and you're like, why? Why? <laughs> uh, Dakota takes off the sealant, the protector on the meat cleaver, and says, I'm going to count to three, and then immediately chops down before letting you brace yourself and begins the amputation. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I am going to have Aaron roll a resist pain roll. I'm going to give you advantage okay. because of the booze. <laughs> yes. Um, And Dakota, I assume you want to roll like first aid for this. Yeah, I will have you go ahead and roll that. Um, L, is there anything this this first initial thing is kind of done without much warning here, so I think we'll wait for L. We'll see That's the reaction fair. of the other two and then Yeah, L was still like flittering around Aaron <laughs> trying to like make sure she was comfortable and wasn't Count to at three. Dakota <laughs> I have fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah, with the with advantage, of course, because otherwise I would have gotten a 64, but I got a 14. Nice. Yeah, okay. And we're going to do this from L's perspective. Um, L is like securing blankets, moving, you know, moving the alcohol over, kind of like the, just this nervous fluttering, basically. And you hear Dakota, perfectly still, perfectly calm, professional demeanor say in a very clear voice, I'm going to count to three. And then you just see the meat cleaver slam down at the leg. And there's a moment where El, your eyes see the cleaver slam into the flesh and you your eyes dart over to Aaron and Aaron doesn't seem to feel it. <laughs> El has like a yell stuck halfway in their throat and it doesn't come out because they're in shock one that dakota just did it and then that aaron's not reacting and then they're like i i can't react if, if aaron's not reacting i can't react because she'll freak out if i freak out and so she swallows and starts to shakily make her way over to her gloves and pick them up and put them on Amazing. Dakota, I am going to have you make three more first aid rolls. Three? Three percent? And then a seven. Oh, nice. A seven percent? A seven. Yeah. This lesson's bad. 83. So 83 80, on the last one. 83. So, so the three over. That's three levels of failure. But we had two that were four levels under. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just from the medical part of it there's a lot of blood at first but you see dakota working quickly um using the, the flame from the the kitchen stove burner um to heat up various sterilized pieces of metal and kind of sear the arteries closed with like the smell is sickly and it does end up stopping the the flow but the stain of blood has already spread across the couch and rug um, and so you're kind of like, we're all standing in like soppy carpet. Ugh. Um, there's just like this array of tools that she had gathered and 
um, the neatness of it at the beginning of the procedure gives way to just the frenetic uh, need for for utilization of these tools. And so some are then put on the table and put on the couch and like kind of the precision of it from the beginning gives way to this chaotic um, attempt to help as quickly as possible. But she's not entirely sure what she's doing. You see her kind of like closing her eyes at some moments to just remember the textbook and like visualize the page. Um, and yeah, just everything being used. And then occasionally you see her, she's, she's not looking at Aaron at all. You do notice that. Um, but occasionally you see her like lock eyes with Al and the expression is almost unreadable. Like she's looking at you, but she's also not looking at you. She's just looking at you maybe to affirm that she's still here in this living room, but then she goes back to the work. Um, and you see her like have the like a little piece of thread in her mouth and she like bites it off and then ties up a, a spurting artery um, and just, I guess, apparently you have to put flaps of skin over the wound. Um, and so she does that as kind of the final phase, like wrapping up a present in some macabre scenario. And only then does she sit back on the couch and just kind of look forward into the middle distance. L is like has bird hands of like just like trying to help where she can and then checking on Aaron. It, it's she is one of the frenetic things that causes things to be more chaotic than they needed to be. Uh, very much trying to like keep a keep a queasiness down. Um, but trying to be useful in every direction while being useful in almost no direction. Um, and almost more concerned with how Aaron's doing than how the, like, emotionally than, like, the leg itself. And um, on that note, um, Aaron, make a composure roll for me. Okay. 64. Well, okay, so here's how it happens in my brain, because I've been, I haven't had any amputations, but I've been in a somewhat similar situation in a way, um, medically. So I imagine Aaron would be like, super like, yeah, I want to see what's going on. And then like, starts seeing what's going on. And is like, oh, this, no, I don't, I no, And then just like, gets that like, reaction her face starts getting really freaking pale and she just like passes out and like is just out for most of it um luckily unluckily whatever way you want to look at it um but i feel like that's what she would do perfect so 64 um, kind of makes sense yeah <laughs> she's like so, no thank you <laughs> yeah once like aaron has passed out dakota finally steps back and like slumps down onto the couch covered in blood um the the blood has dripped down onto your previously white shoes uh it's covering the pants covering the shirt covering your arms covering the gloves um there was a lot of blood but you had a lot of supplies and you were as prepared as you could have been and there's no bleeding currently we're patched up the best that we can be. And I, I think Elle and Dakota, you're looking at 
all of the blood all over this living room soaked into the carpet. Your eyes move up to the table uh, where you see Aaron's unconscious body. I'm going to ask you a strange question. What do you do with a leg? Oh, right. <laughs> I'm going like, to say something that is deeply fucked up. And I need you to know that this is not something I would consider saying in a different scenario. But this is our reality right now. We put the leg in the freezer and save it for the next time we're being chased so they have something to go after. Dakota takes out a cigarette and with it dangling kind of in between her lips as she talks, as she reaches up for the lighter to put it in the, right in the center of her face, looks up at you and says, I had the same thought. And lights it. Great. Uh, L is going to pick up the leg with steadier hands than she expects, slowly walk it to the fridge, open the freezer, put it inside, close it, look at the bloody handprint that she's left on the freezer, calmly take off her gloves, walk out of the room, walk to the bathroom, and vomit. Dakota sits by Aaron's unconscious body and just smokes a cigarette down to the stub. There, there's been, you're not sure how long you've been sitting there, but you've been sitting for a while. Elle's probably just sitting in the bathroom, honestly, at that Absolutely. point, and Dakota's just sitting on the couch. Cigarette's gone by now. Still kind of holding it between your fingers, just numbly. And there is a loud silence as the power to the building dies. I think L, when the power goes out, finally pulls themselves up to their feet um, and goes into... I, I kind of imagine that the bathroom was like through a bedroom. Um, so going into the bedroom starts looking through dressers and closets for clothes that might fit us. Um, so we're not walking around covered in blood. Um, I just start gathering a bunch of different kinds of clothes. Um, and eventually bring them out and kind of set them or like go to set them down somewhere and then realize the living room is full of carnage. So then kind of turning around and putting them back on the bed and then going and just starting cleaning with like a singular focus of this is the only thing I can do in this moment. Hours pass. You're not sure how many hours are passing to the point where the sun becomes kind of an orange glow through the window. Uh, it's probably going to be sunset soon. And you hear a little like 
a cough or movement from Aaron as Aaron is beginning to wake up. Uh, what is Aaron's first thoughts, like, opening their eyes? Um, I would imagine... Who knows how long she's really been out of it, to be honest, because she's been drinking since, like, for a while now at this point. You know what I mean? Like, ever since we found that booze, she's been like, I need Most some of the day. Of- yeah, like, so she kind of, like, wakes up and for a moment forgets everything that just happened and is like looks up is kind of like looking around and like what the and then like looks at her leg i guess up at her leg and everything kind of floods back at her at once um and then like is like thinking about how she can still feel her foot but her foot's not there but it should be there because it feels like it's there and then just kind of like slumps back down and like looks around and um i imagine that after she orients herself just kind of like looks over sees like l cleaning and is like (laughs) Kind of like, what's the point of that? Like at this point, <laughs> like what is going on over there? Um, and then like looks for Dakota. Are you near? Are you still here, Dakota? Like, are you like next to me? I feel like a couple hours going by. Um, maybe she, I think she probably would try to take a nap. So yeah, you, you probably see her on like a less blood spattered part of the couch, maybe like curled up in the field position with like her head on the arm of the couch sleeping. Okay, so then she looks over, sees Dakota sleeping, um, looks over and sees that the bottle is out of her reach, (laughs) but doesn't want to yell for Elle because Dakota is sleeping and then just kind of like surrenders to everything that just happened and falls back on the floor and just like chills there for a minute. But she does notice that there's no buzzing sound because she's one of those people that can hear electricity and uh, is very actually happy for once in her life that there is no buzzing sound, but then also knows that that means now there is no power. I've texted my wife, Amy, again. Uh, I don't say anything back to what she said to me. Uh, I just write down Dakota, Aaron, Parker. And I think that's it. I think I just sent her everyone's names. And uh, also add the link of um, the recording I took of Parker singing. And I just send that. And then I turn my phone off because we don't have power. Uh, But once Aaron's awake, I'll kind of go over and start like washing all the the blood off her hand with a towel or off her face or wherever it kind of splattered. You're alive. Feeling okay? As expected when one's leg almost chopped. What did we, where's, where's the leg? Where's my... It's in the freezer. Okay. Do you want to see it? No. Okay. I mean, yes, but also no. Um, Why is it in the freezer? 
Um, we had the thought <clears throat> that if we were being followed or chased, it would be something of a distraction. And I realized saying that to you, whose leg it is now, might be disrespectful. And like Aaron like stops and she's like, she agrees with Elle, but she also like, they also don't really feel that way. And they're not sure if maybe there's something wrong with them now, or if that's like, you know, normal for the circumstance that we're in at the moment. And Aaron is just like, uh, no, that that awkwardly and strangely makes sense right now. We totally, we can just leave it here. Honestly, it can just stay here if you don't ever want to see it or you don't want to think about whatever the fuck is outside eating a part of your body. Well, as um, long as it's not attached, honestly, I'm fine. Okay, sure. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I'd rather mean... Sacrificed one part of my limb for the for the cause, you know. It is, it is what it is. I guess. Can I have the booze? Can I have that? Yes, okay? absolutely. Yes, okay. and I'll just scooch yeah. it closer to her, <laughs> and like move out of the way of my like cleaning of her like cheeks so she can have a sip. Yeah, and I'll say like it's been a few hours, and it's a good thing, but. It's also why, why you're asking for the booze. You you are feeling some pain. Um, there is some pain where the leg was amputated. So like kind of like feeling that pain coming back. That's you're like yeah. I'll take some more. I'll take some more booze. Yeah. I'm gonna turn and look at Dakota sleeping and feel really bad, but go like poker in the shoulder hey mm, yeah 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 uh, um so she's awake i don't know if you need to do like post operation checks i don't i don't know how that works um but i was also thinking about trying to bust into one of these apartments and find some food so we don't poison her i think it's she's kind of just coming to but already like snapping to the plan yeah. We have to get out of here generally. I mean, I don't know how they're attracted to us, but I feel like there's a lot of it all around us. So I don't want to be here if they can smell all of this. I don't know how much we can travel with her yet, but like maybe we find another apartment down the line, like down the hallway. Was this one unlocked? I can't remember. Did we just? It was unlocked, yeah. Maybe everyone's as careless. Yeah, I'm just gonna check. Okay. Um. Be careful. This is a safe space, so. Sure, I'll do my best. Um, and I'll take the hockey stick. Uh, no, you know what? I'm just gonna take a pair of scissors, just in case I die. I'm not gonna take the hockey stick. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna take a pair of scissors stick them in one of my belt loops and then uh, I'll be right back and I'll walk out the door Dakota you out of habit mostly uh, check your phone 
and while you were asleep, you received a text. Um, it's from Christopher, and it says, Claire is okay. We are heading to the church. Military is picking up survivors in a couple of days. Get there if you can. We're not waiting. Typical. Do I know where the church is? Uh, he's sent an address as well. Is it near the um, high-rise by the lake, or is it in a different location? It's, like, say that they say that the high-rise is, like, northeast. The church is, like, northwest. Okay. Um, and I will say, you notice it was sent a couple of hours ago. She doesn't respond. Um at least not now. But she's glad to know that Claire's okay. The last line really gets to her, though. It's like, just, ugh, even in an apocalypse, he has to be a dick. L. <laughs> You exit this this room, close the door behind you, and you find yourself in a decently long, empty, quiet hallway. Uh, it's darker in here. There are less windows to bring in any sunlight. It just has this really eerie, almost like gray glow to it from the darkness. What would you like to do? Um, I think first things first, I'm going to just, the first door I come to, I'm going to lean up against it and listen and see if I can hear anything. Make a spot listen roll. It's a 46 over 39. Listening, there's a moment where you, you're pretty sure you hear something right on the other side of the door, but you're realizing your shoulder is brushing up against the door and it was, it maybe was just you, but you're a little freaked out about it now. Um, I think she's just going to use one knuckle and knock like three times just because if there's a human in there. Then they'll know that's another person. But if it's a monster, maybe they won't think it's anything. <laughs> um, you hear no response. All right. I'm going to slowly reach out. Everything, in Elle's mind, everything is moving in slow motion. Just like terror at any sound. And I think they're just going to try and turn the doorknob as quietly as possible door it can only be silent for so long there's got to be that little click but you do it slow enough and quietly enough that once you're holding that at like the turned um angle you're able to open up that door and i assume slowly unturn yeah, it back yeah it's it's every movement is precise and terrified and like every sound sounds like a gunshot and I think she's just gonna stick enough of her head in to see around 
yeah, you peek in and this room looks a lot like the one that you had gone in only because it doesn't look like it was left in a rush. It doesn't look like um, any supplies have been like quickly taken out of it. It just looks like someone left it to go to school. Uh, but it appears empty as well. Hello? I'm not here to hurt you if you're in here. Um, please don't jump out at me. I really hate jump scares. Okay, I'm taking this silence to mean I'm talking to an empty apartment building, and that's totally fine. Uh, and I'll kind of scooch in a little further to look around properly um, and just like check for broken windows or like anything similar. Yeah. Um, you don't see any windows busted in or anything. Um, glancing around this, this apartment is a little more furnished. Uh, there are... <laughs> um, there is a, like a small dining table. It looks like it fits like two, um, just kind of up against the wall. You see, um, almost a full living room set taking up most of this apartment. Like obviously, this living room set was purchased without really sizing the apartment much, and it's taking up most of the actual walking space. But it looks super cozy. Um, you see a huge TV, like a gaming system. Uh, you see some unpacked bags of groceries, like, on the counter. The cabinets, a lot of them are just left open. Um, this room, I mean, this seems way more stocked, uh, while still having that, like, careless feel to it at the same time. Um, Elle's gonna acknowledge all of it and go, okay, all right, we can make it across the hallway. We can make it across the hallway and really slowly return to the other apartment. Um, what was Aaron doing while Elle was out? It, it, Elle's probably out for like 10 minutes. Um, I imagine Erin is just in her thoughts, like, kind of the reality, I mean, besides the drinking, but kind of the reality of the fact that she is actually gonna have to, like, navigate with this situation and, like, whether, or, like, how she could be, like, the thought of taping her foot back on just so she has something to walk on like crosses her mind and like she's like I don't under hmm, like what's gonna is there a roller skate nearby like this is all like she's just ruminating in her thoughts and like just kind of lost in there not really paying attention to what's actually happening around her and then those thoughts are interrupted by the door opening again as Elle returns so we've got another spot we can go. Uh, there's more food. It's not bloody. Um, I just... Is it safe to move Aaron yet? 
I think so. I bandaged it. Um, it'll need the bandaging will need to be changed. So I I have extras here. I put them in my bag and I think so. I mean, we have the chair. We can't stay here forever. So, well, I think we should move across the hall and eat and rest. That and sounds good. Tomorrow we go for the lake. I got a text from my husband, ex-husband. Um, they're going to a church nearby his his place. They said the military is coming to pick up survivors. We can try to make it there. Yeah, great. Uh, right. We should move now. Just there's no one out there. We should just go as fast as we can. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think... Elle's going to go and, like, collect all the clothes that they found uh, out of a weird sense of this is mine now because I found it, which is entirely ridiculous, uh, and, like, throw them over her shoulder and pick up the snow globe and the guitar and take them over first and then come back to help with Aaron and, like, alcohol and things like I that. I think Parker actually took the guitar. Oh, did he? I think so. Great. Yeah. And I just took the snow globe. a high chance we'll see a guitar playing zombie out there somewhere. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so there's there's this like hyping yourselves up to to move. Um while this apartment is blood stained and horrifying you know it's safe. And so there's this moment of like I don't want to go to I don't want to I don't want to leave it. Like we're safe in here. Even something as simple as crossing the hallway to another apartment, you, you're like hyping yourselves up for this and you get Aaron in the chair and you open up the door and you make your way across this hallway. The chair is loud. Um, the chair echoes through the dark hallway. As you open up the room to the door to the next apartment, you head in close the door. You can lock it. It is tinted orange in here from the sun that is setting outside. But you've made it. And you suddenly find yourselves out of place with your bloody clothes and kind of look at the clothes that L brought in. And whenever you do decide to get changed, I want you to describe to me what your new clothes look look like based on what you think you found in these college dorms. So Elle found like these kind of like shitty acid wash jeans uh, that are like kind of back in style with young people. Um, but they're much too big so she like found a belt and stabbed a hole through uh through it further up so that the belt would actually work for her and it's like rolled the jeans up to cuff them but to the point that they're too thick like they're not normal cuffs the the cuffs are just so long that they're thick now um and a just ugly orange uh, button-down shirt 
that is like four sizes too big and it's like the pattern on it is like kind of a dragon but kind of not it's like a weird it's just some weird like like a weird thing that a like a young 20s person would pick up at a thrift store and be like this is ugly i love it um and that's what is there and i think l did that a lot in her early 20s so it's kind of like a oh i i would have picked this up uh and it looks terrible um their long curly brown hair is just like matted because they've been like running their hands through it all day with like grime and blood and just everything disgusting so i think instead of having it partially down they just pull it all up on top of their head in like a a top knot and then oh oh i forgot my arm's broken so i i and i think l forgot her arm was broken too so as she's like getting dressed she looks down and sees like the splint and like the bruising and the fact that it had been like tied up close to her chest and she just kind of like blinks and tries to remember how it happened and how it wasn't years ago instead of a day or two and kind of wraps it back up and walks into the living room yeah there's like this flash of hitting that rooftop um that moment of going to catch yourself and just hearing the hearing the little snap and kind of rolling but you haven't had time to deal with it you still haven't really had time to deal with it and that's just replaying in your head I guess maybe what she found was like clothes I love the idea of L or of Dakota taking everything that this person wasn't using like that they deemed was irrelevant in their own life so the meat cleaver and now the outfit that she got for Christmas maybe or whoever was in this apartment what they got for Christmas and uh, it still has the tags on. And so it's like not their style. It was like a family member got this for them. It was at the back of the closet and it fits her pretty nicely. So maybe like a ugly cardigan type thing from like a grandma maybe. Um, a little baggy, oversized. Not not ugly enough to be cool, just ugly. Um and yeah, probably slacks. Like they went together. It was a set. Tags on the little like sticker that says what size it is, like right on the front of the leg. Um, yeah, she just basically looks like the mannequin from the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you both have like walked out from where I mean wherever you were changing, you whatever it doesn't matter. Um, and you look at Aaron kind of like looking through the clothes. Um, Aaron, do you ask for help or are you just like visibly struggling a little bit? Um, probably visibly struggling because she wouldn't want to like ask for help. Uh, so yeah. I'm just rummaging through like so she would grab like some sweatpants or any type of like stretchy pants. If they were too big, she would just like roll them up. And so she could like tie it off at the leg to hopefully help prevent, like keep it at least somewhat clean. Um, and then 
just whatever shirt she grabbed she would probably like just tie it like it's probably some like random band shirt that she has no idea they have no idea who the band is does not care and <laughs> probably something that they never listened to but we can help i realize that this is a whole new set of skills you're going to have to learn so is it weird if we help you i mean i feel like you cut my leg off so at that point you see the inside of my body (laughs) i feel like we're past that now (laughs) dakota how do you do this how do you do how do you do this just quickly and intentionally and she'll shove arms underneath your armpits and do a lift um and she's surprisingly strong like having to move patients around and move people from beds to gurneys and uh, just kind of gives a little bit of aerial space for um, Aaron to, with Elle's help, get dressed. And while she's doing that, Aaron's gonna um, look at Dakota and be like, hey, for for what it's worth, like, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that we ran into you. I, I appreciate um, you cutting my leg and uh, I hope that everything is okay with your family and stuff. Thank you. I'm, uh, I meant it when I said, be great if you could babysit Claire. And I feel like we're going to get out of this. I feel like it's going to be okay. I feel like the worst is over. And as she's saying it, it's almost like she's trying to believe it. And you're kind of unsure if she believes it or not. And she is too. Elle kind of silently curses that Dakota said the worst is over. Because she's like, fuck. Like from a writer perspective, like she's whispering to herself in the kitchen. From a writer perspective, that's just fucking stupid. That happens all the time. Characters are like, oh, the worst is past. And then shit gets terrible. Why would she say that? <laughs> yeah, Dakota has has no narrative guidance and <laughs> uh I think throughout the night you'll hear her mutter those things to herself like everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Just periodically. Followed by Ella going, "Fuck." <laughs> damn it. And she like doesn't want to take away that comfort of like everything's going to be fine, but she's like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to knock on wood and throw salt over my shoulder and do all the things. Is there anything in particular that the three of you are doing for the evening? Barricading the door and the windows? I will also say... um, you could probably find a few candles in here, maybe a flashlight or two to have some form of light because once that sun goes down, it's going to be dark. Um, there, There's no electricity. There's no, you know, enough, no street lights coming in from outside. Like it is going to be dark. So if you want any light, you do have some candles and flashlights available. We should probably keep light away from the windows and doors, right? Yeah, that's probably a good plan. 
Anyone got cards? There might be some around here. Uh, and I, I think L at this point is just kind of doing everything to make Aaron comfortable. I'm like cards, you want cards? I'll find cards. Yeah, I'll look for cards. <laughs> I will get you some cards. I will make cards. <laughs> I, will make, I, I have I have made cards in my life before. I'll do it again. Um, L make like, a search roll. Okay. Bug. Also, uh, Aaron has been using booze to keep the pain kind of quelled a little bit. But maybe if we could find some, I don't know, pain pills or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dakota's doing a full on what kind of a drug user was this person? <laughs> yeah, Dakota also make a search roll. Uh, I got a 37, which is under my 39. Nice. So I, I, I'll probably like find cards and pull them out and like set them in her lap and like try and scooch her so she's close enough to like play solitaire. And then I'm going to go try and like make sandwiches of like peanut butter or something just so that we're not actively alcohol poisoning Aaron. Right. There's some like bottled water in here too to get some, you know, actual hydration happening in there. To... <laughs> We've consumed a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I um, love the zombie picnic. It's just like such a nice little picnic scene amidst a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Um, and I think I that a... thought crosses Elle's head too and is like, making a picnic during a fucking zombie apocalypse. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's just like starting to talk to herself more and more and also like having a weird maternal instinct to take care of things is very strange to have suddenly. So I think she's like looking to Dakota. I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> Cut off a leg, go have a picnic. <laughs> On this... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was saying the same token, Erin is not used to being the person being taken care of because she's always taking care of other people's kids. So she's like slowly starting to get like, oh, oh no, like I'm taking up too much space. Like I need to help. So she starts like she's like still next to the clothes, I imagine, and she starts folding everything. <laughs> to like try to help. The bloody clothes? <laughs> yes. Like, wherever. Whatever clothes are near her, like, just starts, like, folding stuff. She can't really move, so she's like, I gotta do something. I think every time Elle looks to Dakota for that affirmation of, like, am I doing it right? Dakota, who is not registering any kind of maternal shift or even really registering, like, the need to be maternal. Like, for her, it's just, everything is just, it is what it is. And so Elle is just kind of trying to connect with her on this, and <laughs> Dakota just looks at her and is like, it's gonna be okay. Like every time. <laughs> and then that sends Elle back into the spiral of, God, you can't say that. <laughs> um, I got a, yeah, I guess that's what it was. A 64. Um, great. So that's a fail on my search. I mean, you find like Tylenol, like just regular old, probably not the best pain meds but still like something um but that's it you find some probably like i think you could find some like dayquil and nyquil as well but that's it maybe some tums what is wrong with these kids <laughs> unbeknownst to us we've landed at a religious college and the kid with the booze was the was the rebel Yeah, 
Dakota will bring those to Aaron and say, do not mix these with the alcohol. This is for later. I don't want to deal with any other kinds of problems. Yes, ma'am. I'm serious. I I believe you. And just like tucks them into her sweatpants pocket because of course she picked the ones pockets naturally. Dakota doesn't believe her at all, but walks away anyway to barricade some windows. And then as Dakota walks away, Aaron pops (laughs) in because the pain's just getting (laughs) not waiting. I adore this group so much. <laughs> you, like, Can I you... catch Erin putting pills in her mouth after Dakota told her not to? I think Erin would be so concerned about hiding it from Dakota that they wouldn't think about hiding it from you. So absolutely, you you would see that. I think Elle almost says something and then is like, no, she's in pain. It doesn't matter. And so she's just going to bring over some truly ugly sandwiches. <laughs> They are not well made. I think one of them has chocolate chips on them because she couldn't find like jelly or anything. So she's like, it's got to have more than peanut butter. It can't be just peanut butter. So it's got like chocolate chips and one of them's got like old marshmallow fluff. And she like brings them over and she's like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, you need to eat something so you don't eat a hole into your stomach and then get septic. I think all of her like research from past projects is just coming back to haunt her. And then it's just like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And then I just start eating. <laughs> One of those moments where, like, none of you realized how hungry you were until you have this awful looking food surrounding you. But, like, that first bite, you're like, oh man, when's the last time that I've eaten? And then you're, you're just consumed. You probably make another set of sandwiches after this and just. oh yeah that's all Elle is doing now like Elle is going from task to task and overdoing every task (laughs) so like half a loaf of bread is gone to sandwiches almost immediately (laughs) and like you need to eat something too and like try just like overcorrecting I think so you eat and the sun disappears it gets dark you have a little bit of light from candles Let me ask, are you kind of using the entire apartment? Are you all sleeping like in the bedroom, closed off? Are you like, what, what, what is the thought behind sleeping situations? Near an exit, I think we would want to be available to a place where we could get out. Um, Beyond that, Dakota's just fixated on like, how do we move to the next space if this one becomes untenable for us? And does a full sweep of the apartment. I mean, like in the time that all these conversations were happening, she's like looking under beds and in closets and doing the thing where she like moves the clothes aside really fast and like looks behind them. I think you could definitely collect a, a little bit more first aid type medical supplies, like bandages, maybe some gauze. Um, a little more common, um, clean rags, if you would like some of those as well, but there might also be like a baseball bat in here, which might be helpful. Um, I think you have 
a, like a broom broomstick handle or something but um there's probably a baseball bat in here uh other than that just plenty of blankets plenty of clothing some notebooks um pens pencils more scissors if you want to stock up um yeah we love those scissors um but nothing that screams super useful especially in like a medical standpoint um but you you do feel that you've thoroughly searched this apartment are there any empty bottles um i think aaron's created a few <laughs> right <laughs> so uh, were you wanting to if there are a few empty bottles i'm going to start like having the liquor in each of the bottles so we have one that's just like a, or like a couple that are f not like halfway full of liquid and are closed and then we have some that are halfway full of liquid and are molotovs cool um i think you would probably if you wanted to search like through the trash there are probably a couple more empty bottles there as well and you have that drawer of bottle caps so you can actually like close all of the bottles that you find yeah. um so yeah you could you could <sighs> stock up I'll take a trip back to the other apartment and find the bottle caps. Yeah. No, Aaron's just... Did we find cards? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Aaron's just playing with cards. Like, maybe solitaire, maybe whatever. She's just trying to kind of take her brain away from what's happening around. I guess uh, Dakota would give the notebook and pens that she finds to Al. And she's like, I'm not sure if you need to write, but I found this. I love, no, honestly, I have so many empty notebooks in my apartment. Um, so more are welcome. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Great job today. Thanks. You too. It was nothing like the practicum. I would be surprised if it was, honestly. Thanks for all your help. Whenever I needed an item, you were there handing it to me, or maybe you had moved it across the room accidentally. But either way, you were trying, and I appreciate that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm learning that in high-stress situations, I get frenetic. Um, so that's something interesting to know about myself now. Um, you're doing a fantastic job keeping your head. And I'm sorry that you have to do that. I will try to be more supportive. No, you're you're doing everything right. Don't don't put any extra stress on yourself, really. We just have to get out of here. We just have to keep moving forward. And I think we're all doing a good job of that. Even if the pace is slow, we're still here. And I'll kind of look over at Aaron. You did a good job today, too. Not absolutely freaking out. I think I would have lost my absolute mind if um, someone had asked if they wanted me to cut off or if I wanted them to cut off my leg. If you ever need your resume updated, please just let me know. I'm happy to provide a reference for the composure you've shown today. Yeah, um, you know, just... 
do what you got to do. Also, that would kind of make me a hypocrite if I was like, no, don't cut off my leg. But at the same time, you know, I didn't do it. I just laid there. So I don't need, and she gets very like awkward. Like they, they don't like to take, like they don't know what to do with compliments. So they're very just like all of a sudden deflecting onto why everybody else is better and how it, Dakota deserves all the praise. And then um, just kind of like goes back to, to their card game. Dakota's just going on about the importance of a strong reference section and how Aaron can like call her L at any point. <laughs> just completely missing missing the mark. L's immediately trying to do math about what kind of royalties they have left over from the play, and they're like, "Okay, I can get us to Alaska on this money. We'll go to Alaska. Fuck it, we'll go to Alaska. I'll uh, I'll talk to Amy." Um, Maybe I won't talk to Amy, but I'm going to Alaska. Aaron is going to Alaska. It's like this moment of everyone talking at once in their own little bubbles of slowly lowering their volumes until it kind of falls quiet again to the point where all you hear is like the the like slight um, sound of like the sliding of a card against another card as cards are kind of just being flipped and placed down on the table. Should we take watches again? You and I, yes. Aaron should sleep. Oh, yeah. I'll go first. I woke you up earlier anyway. I'll go first. My eyes are not broken. I can look at stuff. You're... If you want to stay up, you're welcome to, but give your body rest if it needs it, Okay. Like, if, if you feel those lids closing, like, don't fight it. Okay. But just wake one of us up first. I guess there's two steps there. <laughs> okay. okay. Just saying, I can help. Take first watch. I think Elle is probably realizing just how exhausted they are. <laughs> yeah, I think they were planning to be like, oh, I'll do first watch just because they've been, like, going and haven't stopped. But I think as Dakota is telling Aaron, no, like, well, like you can do it. Just like, listen to your body. Elle's like, oh yeah, that's, they're an adult person. They can do this, that's fine. And then they sit down for the first time and immediately are like, oh. And at no point did Dakota give Elle any space for that. Like in Dakota's mind, everything is like, go, 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 take care of the patient. Like. She almost saw you as like an orderly or a fellow nurse. And so yeah. <laughs> doesn't even notice that you also need that care. I think at this point, like pain is sort of sort of coming back to their like register. I think all the rest of the day, they've just been like blocking everything else out. But now like their arm is broken and they're like, oh, right. This super sucks. So I think as soon as they sit down and kind of like lean back, they're they're just gonna close their eyes and have their arm across their chest and not even say any more words it's like their brain is gonna keep going but their eyes are going to be closed <laughs> Elle goes to sleep on the couch one of the couches there's like there's a couch and like a love seat in the living room itself and then there's a bed in the bedroom probably a small chair or something as well and um Dakota's resting as well um, yes. Yeah, I think on the love seat, maybe she'll curl up um, so she can keep an eye on 
Aaron, like if she wakes up, she'll see where Aaron is. Um, but yeah, she'll fall asleep. Okay. And Aaron, for the first time since this all began at the hardware store where you were at, you find yourself alone in silence. You see the other two just passed out on these couches, exhausted. You know you've slept, but I mean, you, you still feel pretty exhausted too. Not enough to where you're gonna fall asleep or anything right now, but no amount of Tylenol or alcohol is going to be able to block out the pain that is just this little reminder of what you're going to have to deal with tomorrow. Is there anything in particular you do during your watch? Oh, she starts crying full on. Like, they're like, they haven't been alone since this whole thing started, really, because I've either, like, been in situations with other people or have been sleeping. Um, so this is the first time that they've been able to, like, even think. And then at first, Aaron's just, like, co concentrating on the cards, no big deal, the mask is still up. And then, like, the minute she hears, like, the breathing pattern change of of the other two and knows that they're actually asleep like she's trying to fight it so hard but there's no one to like perform to anymore so she just the whole thing just breaks down starts like quietly sobbing to herself as like her tears are like dripping onto the cards as she's trying to like continue the game of solitaire um and just like hold it together and hold it together like other people like you don't have a daughter like you're not worried about that like you don't have like this like person waiting for you like they just have themselves so they're trying to talk themselves down from like having the emotional breakdown and letting all of the emotions just kind of like flood as they just come flooding through and there's no way to like contain it all and i think through the crying and like the the changing heartbeat, the emotions, everything that you're feeling, you, you begin to feel your leg just throb as well, and that just makes it worse, and it's just so, you're so frustrated. You're frustrated that you're crying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're like, this is stupid, why am I doing this? But then the pain, everything is just going in circles. You're frustrated that you're crying, which makes it hurt more, which makes you cry more, and it's just this constant cycle. Crying so much that you you don't know how you're still crying. Mm. But eventually, the crying stops. Yeah, yeah. able to wipe the tears away. But the pain is still there. Fortunately. But Dakota's sleeping now, so I can take as many pain pills as I want. <laughs> 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 what 
what's the recommended dose on this thing? Oh, I can't see it. I guess I'll just... Don't know. Too dark. <laughs> Not working. Take more. Um, but is also mindful of the fact that she, she has been drinking a, a lot. So, player under the this new body feels like and is to try to distract themselves from the pain, but it's only working so much. Mm-hmm. And after a few hours, um, you do find yourself getting very tired, wanting some rest. Who do you wake up? Um, probably Dakota, because Aaron sees Dakota as a little bit more of, like, the practical one, um, simply because Elle seems to be, like, emotional, and, uh, Aaron knows that Elle hasn't rested, really, because Elle's been too busy taking care of everybody else, like, this entire time, pretty much, like, so... Um, Aaron would like to let Elle rest more. So she'll go to wake up Dakota and say, hey, I'm about to, well, depending on where she probably throws like clothes from where she is, it's nice folded, the clean ones though, not the dirty ones. And then just like wads it up in a ball and like chucks it over at Dakota to try to wake her up. Starts flinging cards at her. Just gets hit with all these projectiles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. And I guess that would make her wake up a little bit more forcefully than she would otherwise. So she sits up and does that assessment moment and then sees everything's okay and looks over at you, Erin. It's time. Yeah, I'm getting tired and I don't really, um, I didn't want to like get out of the chair too much because. No, fine. It's fine. No, don't worry about it. I threw soft things. Uh, Yeah, no, my brain did register that i thought if you're under attack a zombie probably isn't going to use a towel no yeah rest please okay good luck i saw nothing good that's what we want erin lets herself go to sleep Dakota will take watch. I think she'll make sure she's in a room away from open flame or light and peek out the curtain um, to watch the streets below to see if she can see any activity out there. Okay. Um, Looking at the streets, you see... (sighs) There's not a lot of light out on the streets themselves. Um, In the distance, there's something on fire. You're not sure if it's a building or a few cars or, but that gives a little bit of a glow in the distance where you see just the shuffling of bodies. Um, You assume the frenzied. What little light is coming from like the moonlight. Um, You're able to see shapes in the streets that are just barely moving, just kind of rocking. Again, you assume the frenzied, but they don't seem awake. They seem to be in just that strange dormant state that they have. But they're there. She releases the curtain with her hand and goes back to the main room. Maybe after a few hours, takes out her phone and texts her estranged husband back and just says, 
Is Claire hurt at all? You send the message and it pops up. Message not sent. You look Shit. up and there's no service. Shit. She puts her phone away. And there's just this moment of disconnect. This is this kind of almost like not quite helpless, but it was just a simple question. You just you just needed the answer to that question, and you can't even send the question. And there's just this frustration that just kind of bubbles up for a moment. Is there anything else you would like to do? I think just spends the time in absolute stillness, like doesn't have that need to play solitaire, to have that frenetic energy of Al, like just, just sits, like she's almost like offline. And I guess there's a level of performative, you know, face that goes with her as well um, when she's alone. But instead of crying or letting out an emotion, she just kind of like powers down almost and sits with her arms on her legs, um, leaning forward in the, the couch where she's sitting and just like looks forward and I guess is just thinking and kind of lost in her own thoughts until she wakes up. Al, just like with a gentle shoulder shake, not the injured shoulder. I... Are you okay to take a watch? Yeah, definitely, for sure. Absolutely. I will watch. Cell service is down, and there's those creatures out in the streets, but they're not moving. Okay, that's good to know, I guess. It's um, quiet. Everything okay in here? Aaron's okay? She's okay. She's sleeping. She had a rough day. Okay, well you should you should sleep more before we go anywhere. Yeah, just wake me if you need anything. I'm here if you need anything. Okay. If you need to sleep more, do you need to sleep more? No, How's your no, arm? No. It's good. It's great. It's up here, nice and safe. Hi, hello. You can see Dakota kind of going from like fellow person who keeps watch with me to are you also a patient? Like you see like <laughs> this, this like click of her mind. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Look, I can move my fingers. It's not that swollen. Um, it's an. I'll make well, a make a resist pain roll for me. Shit. We're chopping it off now. <laughs> do it. Do it. That's a seventy. Yeah, you're like I can move my fingers, and there's just a little wince. Like you can move your fingers, but it is it is pretty painful. There's just a slight wince, and definitely like a noticeable like voice crack. Yeah. But super normal. Yeah. All right. Well, Erin has plenty of Tylenol left over because she's not taking those yet. So if you need any, please. Right. Yes. Just let her know. I will. I will ask for pain meds from the amputation victim. Absolutely. Well, just Thank a few. You. I mean, you also need relief. We need everyone to be in good spirits to make it through tomorrow. What about you? And th that's a huge, that's a huge bottle. Like there will right. be plenty left for everyone. Sure. I just, did you clean out the cuts that you got on your cheek from when you got tackled? Are you okay? 
for the first time, she realizes she was injured earlier and touches her face and it's just dried blood and she hasn't leaned off the wound at all. I'll uh, take care of this tomorrow. I'll. Are you sure? I can. I can help you. I can. I can do it while you're laying down. If it's, you need. No, no, it's nothing. It's. It really, truly is nothing. I'll. But you're right. We all have to be in good spirits. I'll make myself a priority tomorrow. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Great. Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. That sounds nice. And she's just kind of like. I don't, it, if she could, flops back, you know, like just a complete surrender to sleep. Um, Elle, where um, Dakota was still, L is not. Um, L is constantly bouncing back and forth between the window to see if anything's changed, if the fire's getting closer, if the infected, or if the frenzied are moving if there's another person, just like a constant check and then going back into the other room and uh, like trying to take stock and like organize all of our things that we have and then thinking that they hear something outside and going back to the window and checking and then realizing that we don't have long before daylight starts and coming back and then thinking about the sun rising and starting to try and just like calm themselves so beginning the Romeo and Juliet soliloquy of what light through yonder window breaks and counting the syllables and making sure that they know where the like where the stressed and unstressed syllables are and just like doing this doing the most work as quietly as they can um go ahead and make a spot listen roll for me I'm gonna give you advantage only because you're looking out of the window multiple times almost like obsessively like returning to the window so like like you know like when a dog its owner leaves and they're like are they back yet no okay they're what about now that's a person no, no, no that's not my person no. <laughs> ooh 22 ooh so you have basically like packed what you can um you you really want everybody to be as ready as possible things are packed you found another backpack where you're able to kind of put some more stuff you're not sure if, if there's room to carry it but you know just in case it's it's packed and it's ready and um you were trying to make breakfast which is just <laughs> opening a can of garbanzo beans and draining <laughs> them beautiful you return to the window um just before sunrise you look out um and for a moment you know it's that it's that awful light where you can't quite make things out you just see shapes right before the sun is going to come up and there's this like delayed reaction as you're looking and you're seeing the infected on the streets and you're seeing the infected that is scaling up one of the buildings across the street and your eyes move over and then you kind of there's this hard cut back to looking at the infected that is scaling up the building just climbing up it looks a hell of a lot like the one that burst through the window before this is across the street you're watching it climb up and there's this 
flash of heat of fear that kind of like paralyzes your body for a moment as you're watching it. You see it climb up, you see it glance toward the horizon, and you see it bust into a window and climb in just before the sun creeps over, almost as if, almost as if it didn't want to be touched by the sunlight. The regular frenzied aren't in that way. It's Correct. just the, the one that looked like. Okay, I think L, like as as she starts over again, but soft with light through yonder window breaks. It is the east and Juliet's the sun. Is like writing down notes about the the night stalker, and just like keeping keeping a log now. Like instead of instead of just watching, is actively trying to find information about these things. And I think as the sun does come up, brightness spills into the room, and Dakota and Aaron, you can wake up whenever you'd like. Yeah, Aaron would probably wake up to the bustling of opening of garbanzo beans in the kitchen, you know. Again, for a second, thinking she's back home and her mom is doing dishes at six o'clock in the morning when she passed out on the couch the night before and realizing that is not her mother, that is Elle. And uh, right, all this happened, correct. And uh, is kind of like, um, uh, just, Elle, do you need any help? Can I help in some way? Like, it is like, like, kind of just like looking for something to do already because... Thoughts are coming and she doesn't want them. I think Elle goes to say no and then looks at Aaron and kind of registers a similar need to do things um, and kind of scrambles around for something and is like, yes, um, take this blanket and she'll like pull one of the blankets out from under like the coffee table. Um, cut it, cut it into strips in case we need band-aids, bandages. Um, yeah. Can you do that? Oh. I'll, I'll bring you a can of garbanzo beans. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I just stick a fork <laughs> in a can of garbanzo beans and bring it over. Dakota had woken up a bit earlier to take care of herself so that that wasn't in the way of the day's activities. So she went to the bathroom while this is going on and she's washing her face kind of just like putting antiseptic on it you know she she comes out a little fresh faced um and sees the garbanzo beans and smiles and says do you have an extra can yeah this person um i don't think they ate meat um so there's a bunch of just like beans in here um there was some tofu in the fridge but it looked really old and Honestly, the texture of tofu freaks me out sometimes. Um, so here's this. <laughs> and I'll offer a, a selection of garbanzo beans and kidney beans. <laughs> Breakfast of champions. She'll dig in with the fork. Anything of note on watch? Um, yes, actually. Something we should be aware of. The, remember those big creepy fuckers with the the one that we killed? The one that we killed? That used to be a person that we killed. That's not something I can think about right now. Takes another bite of beans. Right. Things that are important. Um, 
they don't like the sun. The big scary ones, I don't think they like the sun. The, She's the anime little... shoveling beans in her mouth as you're saying all of this. <laughs> the little fuckers don't care, but the big one, like, busted in a window and I think he has like a nest. I don't think he has a nest in there. I just, I'm trying to humanize it and I don't know why. They're scared of the sun. That's something we should keep in mind. Well. Oh, and they can climb walls, but we knew that. But like, it's just real creepy to see them actually climb walls. That sucks. That really sucks. Do we know how to get around the ones that are out there then? Is there a way that we've ever been around them without them chasing us? I feel like we've just been sneaky and then something terrible happens and then we get unsneaky. Is it noise? She's addressing this to Aaron as well as she's almost done with the can of beans. Oh, they don't like noise. Mm. They like noise. Noise not happens really. to them and they come after it. Yeah, like, like I'm not sure if it's like, cause they're like, oh, what's this? Or, uh, oh, what's this? So. Yeah. Have they seen us? Do you remember if they they can see us? Right? I don't. Maybe they must be I, able to. We I don't. They've always had their them. eyeballs. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um. Do you remember them smelling us ever? Maybe we can catch one and then take out its eyeballs and then see if it can still see us. That's a bad plan. Ignore that. Sounds um, dangerous. If it were like a more scientific like situation, I'd be all for it. <sighs> yeah, it, as it was coming out of my mouth, I realized that um, it's probably not smart you know, for us to do that now here. It's not that it's not smart, us. Dakota says, going into mom mode really quickly. It was a good idea. Um, I have everything packed though, so when, whenever we're ready to go, uh, Aaron, I put your cards in the outside pocket so you can get them if you ever need them. I hope you. you take them out when we're running though. Um, no, I have forgotten how to be a person almost immediately. This is wild. Um, unless we can figure out a way to turn me into Gambit. No, I don't think I will be running with cards. Gambit. And like, <laughs> L takes like a full two minutes to like go back through their mind palace and be like, I know Gambit. I know what Gambit is. I want to connect on this level with another person. Gambit, Gambit, Gambit. Oh! And like after two minutes is like, oh, that was a good joke. That was a good one. Dakota has filed that away immediately under references she doesn't understand and moves on. Like after one beat, like she's so used to Claire saying things that she has no idea what they are. She does not worry about it at all. Um, you said something about a church, Dakota? Yeah, northwest on the lakefront. Um, he said that the military is coming to pick up survivors. That's where he and Claire were headed. It's probably our best bet out of here. GM, what was, what was the timeline on that? Um, the text said in a couple of days. Oh, God couldn't even be specific God, I'm sorry he's 
obviously his situation is fine and so he doesn't need to really help me out beyond the bare minimum. He sounds like an asshole. Don't apologize for him if he's an asshole. <sighs> Couple of days. Gives us some time, I guess, unless we get there and we miss it. I think we just have to move as fast as we can. Okay. I really don't want to. It's kind of nice here, actually, right? Beans for breakfast and bed. Yeah. Momentarily not fearing for our lives. Sounds like it's just a matter of time before the window shatters, though, right? Yeah. Aaron, when you're ready, we'll go. But if you need more time, we'll wait. And Aaron just, like, holds up the wad of strips from the blanket that she's been cutting at. And it's like, no, I'm good. Like, whatever. I just don't know what to do with these. Oh, great. Uh, I'll shove them in, like, a side pouch of one of the backpacks so they're easily accessible. Yeah. I also um, am still a little weird on the logistics of how we're moving uh with me with this but I'm sure that's kind of like a learn as we go situation and she looks over at Dakota and it's like I'm sure nursing in a zombie apocalypse is a new skill for you and that's that's like I imagine that that's like oh nursing's right? a new skill for me I just passed my exam and you were able to that do you Nice. You've got like a prodigy on our hands. Look at that. I would not have been able to amputate a leg off like fresh out of school of anything. I mean, it definitely was not on our final test. It's not a typical skill, but they did teach us how to act under pressure. And did on that note, take pictures to use when you go back to work. Like, like now Aaron's full and like life will be normal at some point and you know if you need me to vouch for you that you can amputate limbs to get you a better pay raise like you let me know as she's changing your dressing uh the bandaging kind of like while we're talking so that you're not really paying attention to that part yeah uh she idea. says with a smile are you offering to be my reference <laughs> yeah oh yeah thank you of course she finishes changing the dressing and I think after that conversation about logistics, the last thing for her, at least in this place is to look for some WD-40 to maybe like get the chair to stop being so squeaky. Because <laughs> I feel like that's our biggest problem with the chair. The chair can actually go pretty fast. Yeah. I raced, I raced rolly chairs in my day as a kid. Yeah, I'm also going to look for a cucumber. <laughs> just just WD-40 and a cucumber is all we there's, need. There's a method to my madness, I swear. <laughs> An awkward combination, but I'll go with it. <laughs> look, sometimes you need loop. You know what? I was Googling um, what can I use in place of WD-40. Like, if there was none, what? like, I was me looking for common items, and honestly, lube is on here of, like, you could use that. And I'm like, is there lube in this apartment? <laughs> and a cucumber. And a cucumber. Well, combo. 
technically you can use a cucumber to do the same thing which was why I was looking for a cucumber if there wasn't any That's WD-40. Fair. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a d6. One, two, and three, there is a cucumber. Four, five, and six, there is lube. This <laughs> is the best roll ever. It's a four. So, lube! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you do not find any WD-40, but you do remember seeing some lube in the bedroom. <laughs> so lube up that chair. <laughs> Dakota gets to work lubing up the chair. Fresh after a breakfast of garbanzo beans. <laughs> Hashtag apocalypse. Hashtag apocalypse. Yeah, so, and you even, like, give the chair a few, like, test rolls, and it's it's pretty quiet. The only sound is still going to be the wheels actually, like, hitting whatever surface. Like, it's quiet on the carpet, but you would imagine it's not going to be so quiet on pavement or hardwood or anything like that. So what's the plan? There's no electricity. There's stairs. Right? Did we we went upstairs or we, we ran in? I think we're on the ground floor. Oh, okay. Perfect. Then she says, what's the plan? We're heading out to the streets, trying to get by without them hearing us. Maybe alleyways and building hopping again? We could stick to the subway markers. It's right off the red line, so we can just kind of use those as wayposts if we're lost. I like that plan. As far as shortcuts, though, I, I guess I rely on my phone more than I thought I did. I am going to say this with a full disclaimer of I'm not telling you these are good or bad ideas. I'm just giving you options for you to kind of have in mind as you're planning. There are still cars on the street. You do not know if there are keys in them. You do not know how many of them will run. A lot of them are crashed into other vehicles. You don't know how many of them you'll be able to. If you get in a car, you don't know if you'll be able to make it down the street with how many frenzied there are. But a car is an option, especially when it comes to Aaron's leg. Of getting having a barrier, getting through places quickly... That could bring many other problems, but cars are an option. Um, you assume there's a fire escape in this building somewhere. Uh, you have not seen any from like the two apartment buildings that you're in. The window does not lead to a fire escape. So you would assume it's like at the end of the hall or something. Um, if you wanted to get down into an alleyway, like Elle said. With previous conversation, you know they can definitely hear you. Um, you're pretty sure they can see you. And you're uncertain about the smell. And you're pretty confident that you're safe from the scaling creature as it seemed to not want to be near the sun. So, you know you have a few blocks to traverse to get to the location of this church. And I feel like while um, those ideas are kind of coming to Aaron and Dakota, I think I think Elle actually um, maybe was the one to kind of turn their phone back on to be like, oh yeah, maps! And then be like, yep. fuck, that's not going to work. And um, you're seeing that no signal um, spot up at the top and 
kind of clicking into your text messages and there's there was no reply but you just find yourself kind of scrolling yeah I think I try to like turn the Wi-Fi off and on and be like, that's stupid. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> and then I and then I open the map to just see if anything pops up and it's just a little blue dot in a gray background. And then I just kind of like pinch it out and like try and zoom out and then zoom back. <laughs> Nothing's changing. And Aaron starts like thinking and thinking and thinking and like comes to the realization like they're, and they look over at Ellen Dakota and they're like, I'm literally just going to slow you down. No, if we walk. No. Well, okay. if we walk, then we won't walk. We'll drive. We'll, we'll drive. We'll drive. We'll drive. We'll drive. Can anyone hotwire a car? It's not a skill I'm proud of, but I have been known to um go on have maybe hotwired a car once or twice that's great okay dakota says confused why she just said that's great (laughs) (laughs) we can get you to a car how much time do you need to hotwire it um i'm rusty very rusty like more convincing them than herself um but maybe five minutes ten tops if i you know how come five five minutes i can't drive it though uh so i mean i can but other leg little right awkward so i can totally do the hot wiring no this is this is great so we'll create a distraction we did a distraction before We'll, we'll distract them, get them away from us. And, and we just need that time for you to hotwire it and then we're out of here. So, what if we tie my foot to a Molotov cocktail and throw it in the opposite direction of the car we're trying to hotwire? That is literally exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Okay, but to be fair, me saying it about my own foot, probably. Um, yeah. I was trying to think of a, of a tactful way to say it. I, I couldn't think of any, so I wasn't really going to say it. I was just kind of going to do it. Okay, no, I like that. I like that. Okay, so Sorry. plan. No, it's okay. I am down to sacrifice. Um, I mean, I don't need it anyway, right? We're not taping it back on or anything. So I feel like the the smell of burning flesh from the explosion we hopefully get will distract them enough, maybe? Yeah. Um, what if, do you want to try and sneak over there first and then if they start to realize, then we do the distraction? Or should we go distraction from the beginning? I think we need to hedge our bets. It worked last time. That's true. Until it didn't. Yeah. But at the beginning, it worked. Okay. When we were Um, dropping chairs on cars. Oh, yeah. Okay. What if we find a car and then we 
have one of us throw as a distraction in the other direction and keep like, oh, <laughs> Elle is working this out in her mind as she goes, okay, so what if I go up on the next floor and I start chucking Molotov cocktails and the one with the foot attached and in the opposite direction, you guys get the car so that that way they can't get up to me where I am and you guys can get the car ready and then I'll just run down. Is that stupid? No, I, I think that works. As long as you're directing them far enough away from this building, yeah. that, would, that would work. We just need a car that's one of those, I'm compensating for something cars. You know, like a big car that just has, you know, big tires and- No, we are in Chicago. This shouldn't be hard to find. A yeah. A tiny car, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. My husband has like three of them. That explains so much. Yeah, that really actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need anything to hotwire the car? Or just your ingenuity. No, nah, it should be pretty straightforward. Maybe. We'll see. Impressive. Where did you learn to do that? YouTube. <laughs> so. She immediately thinks of Claire <laughs> and how much time Claire spends watching YouTube and just like worries she just has like a general anxiety <laughs> amazing and then we hard cut to um the camera in darkness and then the freezer door opens and you're looking in at the leg that is in the freezer you reach in and grab it um l what would you like to to roll for this distraction this are you rolling like a throw while you're thinking about that Dakota, you're going to be rolling a general stealth roll. Um, since you succeeded your composure, you're going to roll, roll with advantage. Aaron, you... What What do you roll for hot wiring? Let's see here. You know what? Since you've said you've done this before, we're giving this a 50-50 chance okay. that you're just able to do this again. Elle, uh, what are you rolling? I'm rolling throw. Great. Straight roll. Everyone roll and tell me what you get. I got a 27. I got a 27. Aww. I feel like uh, Aaron and Dakota are like Charlie's Angels. Like we're like back <laughs> to back here. <laughs> okay, it's a 42 and my throw is 39. So I'll use three composure points to kick it down. Fantastic. I went, I went up floor? a couple floors just okay. so I could get more like distance and like an eye on where they're going. Yeah. There is this moment where you're you're up there, you've opened this window, you're you're getting ready, and you're looking over at the things that you're going to throw. Maybe a couple Molotovs and a fucking leg. Yep. And there's this moment where you're like, I am throwing a leg out of a window. Um and the leg that I helped cut off. <laughs> yeah. There's just this surreal moment in looking at the leg too, like it is broken in multiple places in like swollen and blue and black and you're just there's a moment where you would just wouldn't believe it was real if it didn't happen like just just 24 hours of your life a small part of them reaches for a bone fragment and then it's like no that's weird don't do that <laughs> and then you begin chucking things out of this window i have an order in which okay. I would like to chuck them. Sure. I want to hoot and throw the leg first so that there is a gathering of them. Mm -hmm. Did you say hoot? 
Yeah, just like, <laughs> Just so, like, Some noise. the noise component and the, like, slapping of flesh on yep. frozen flesh. Or, I guess, thawing flesh. Now yeah, because, thawing, yeah. Um, and then once they've all gathered, I, I'm basically using it as a brick. Yeah. <laughs> so I can throw a Molotov. On a Perfect. Group. Yeah, you do so. You throw the leg out, you hear it kind of like splat, and uh, you hear like the, the snapping of the infected's heads as they turn to look in that direction, and as they begin swarming, that gains attention of more, and you just see like a river, them flowing into the area where this has fallen, um, and you light the Molotovs and you begin throwing them out. You see the, the bottles break and the fire spread and just begin burning and the noises are just bringing in even more and you're you're just watching for a moment like holy shit i can't believe that worked meanwhile dakota and aaron probably like arm over shoulder is probably the quickest way to do this you're probably not going to be able to get that chair in the car um so heading down you managed to find a vehicle that doesn't seem it seems like it'll be easy to drive out of the spot that it's in um you kind of like just the first simple one that you see you rush over open wrench open the car door and basically like fling Aaron into the passenger side so that Aaron can get started on whatever she needs to do here as Dakota then runs around to the other side climbs in shuts the door you see frenzied spilling into um the place on the other side where you hear like you can hear the snarling as these frenzied are being just lit on fire and um dakota you're looking out at all of the frenzied and then you look down to ask Aaron if they're almost done and you hear just as we are currently like basically starting this car um uh and working together you're able to get this car started. You're you're amazed. You missed how she did it, really, because you were looking out the window and it happened so fast. Um, car is started, and now you're just waiting for L. And there's a moment where you feel like a century has passed before you finally see L rush out of the building, eyes darting, looking around. You kind of like, you know, flag L down, runs over climbs into the back seat as soon as that car door shuts you begin to drive and you begin heading in the direction of this church and then we are going to cut to arriving at the church car pulls up to the church you get out you see the church doors open you walk in, you see blood-stained floors. You see all of the benches seem to have been pushed up against the doors, but have since been burst inward. You see blood-stained walls. You see a priest sitting up, dead against the wall on the other side. And there's a moment of loss 
and fear. This was supposed to be safe. From us, from what you could understand, the church was supposed to be safe. You head up the stairs and you see a desk, multiple papers. It looks like there was some sort of fight in here at one point. Stuff is flipped over everywhere. But the papers catch your eye and they tell you where to go from here. 